Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to Be With Me. We're in episode four of season three. Jesus, of course, is going to rock our world today because he's going to ask us to be looking for feet to wash. And he examples this by being a savior who washes feet. What could be more convicting? We're at the Last Supper. This is John chapter 13. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world of the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, this is the last supper, he's less than 24 hours to live, when the devil had already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Let me just pause there. Charmed by the details, a towel, a basin, water, the preparation of taking his outer garments, the details are uh, very palpable, very incredible here. And then uh, Peter, verse 6, he came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? And Jesus answered him, what, am I, what I am doing you do not understand now, but afterwards you will understand. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, the one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That is why he said, not all of you are clean. So there's 12 sets of feet that are going to be washed here, including Jesus's, Judas, <clears throat> Judas's feet and Peter. And Peter says that he speaks out and indicates basically that he doesn't understand. And Jesus says there has been a misunderstanding here, but it's going to be clearer after after what? The resurrection, after your eyes are opened in Luke chapter 24, and probably even after your uh, betrayal. And I think Jesus is speaking here about um, perhaps not saving faith, but the ongoing walk of repair and restoration and cleaning and forgiveness that needs to go on, the daily forgiveness that it is to be a believer. All right, verse 12, the meat of the story. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and had resumed his place, he said to them, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you're right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. So Jesus says, I'm Lord and I do this to you and to wash one another's feet. Primarily, 
Well, let's ask a couple of questions. Who are my people? Who are the feet that I'm supposed to be looking for? Primarily, these are the disciples to disciples within the church. I don't think it excludes people outside of the church, but be looking for people to encourage in this way uh, within the church. Uh, Those are the people. And then who are my people's parts or what are my people's parts? Are you washing the... A, a handkerchief on their on the on their sweaty brow. No, it's the feet. It's kind of the gnarliest, you know, dirtiest, maybe stinkiest part of them. So if you think about people in the in the church and what part of them might need encouragement, it's probably their feet. It's probably their their you know their their hard parts. And what am I do? What are my duties to these people and to their feet? Well, it's to wash them. It's humility. If you've ever been involved in a foot washing uh, uh, act or a ceremony, it just reeks of humility because you have to bow down to the ground. One way or the other, their feet are always on the ground, and you have to get all the way down there. So there's kneeling, and there's bowing, and there's working, and there's dealing with their you know, sort of their nasty bits. So Jesus clarifies this. Why should I be involved in this? Well, it's because it is exampled by him. He says, just as I have done to you. And then he says, who am, the question is, who am I? Isn't this for somebody else? And Jesus, Lord of all, teacher of all, master of all, says, no, I have done this like a like a servant, like a bond servant, like a slave. And you guys are servants and messengers being sent by me. And the message is the washing, and the message is in the washing. So it not only is it not my job, it is essentially our job. So let me bless us. Lord, this is a difficult passage. It's an uncomfortable passage. It means following you and serving and being humble and looking with good eyes for for finding people that need to be served and then finding their least attractive parts of their feet, their gnarliest parts, their weakest parts, their dirtiest parts, maybe their most ignored parts. And heaven help us, their stinky parts. Lord, give me and give us eyes to see this and then hands to do it. And most of all, Lord, would you give me and give us a heart to bend all the way down, to bow all the way down, to get on the floor with and serve and honor the people in your church and the people outside of your church, looking to you because you did it first. And you told us to do it just as you did it to them. Lord, we don't totally understand this, but it is essential and a mark of true Christianity. So let us take this with a a big gulp today. Help us to identify people and then identify their parts. Help us, Lord, be good feet washers. I know you will answer this prayer if we look for feet to wash. Help us to find them. Thanks.